Shalom Aleichem everyone, today's daf is Mem Zayin. We're starting on the top of the Amud, middle of the line, Ravin Ve'abaye. We're in the middle of discussing that we don't necessarily show covet to someone who's greater than us along the road. So Ravin Ve'abaye, Havaka Azli Borcha, they were going along the way. Kidme Chamri de Ravin Lida'abaye. Ravin's donkey went in front of Abaye's donkey. Vlamrele Nezel Mar. And Ravin did not show covet to Abaye by saying, Mar, please go. Amar, Abaye said to himself, Midasalak Hamir Abanan Merava. From, the, from when this Rav, this Rabbi, Ravin, left Eretz Yisrael, Gasle Daite, he became haughty. Ravin used to go back and forth from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, bring the teachings of Rav Yechanan, and, and Abai said, it must be that he became a little bit haughty. Kimatul Epischa once they got up to the base Medrash, Amar then Ravin told Abai, Nail Mar, Mar, please go first. Amar Abai says, Vat Hashalav Marana, up until now I wasn't the master. Amrle, he said, someone at a doorway that has a mezuzah on it. The Gemara pauses and says, the in the If it has mezuzah, you're mechabidem. If it doesn't have mezuzah, you're not. at a shul or at a base medrash, the mezuzah that you don't necessarily have to put a mezuzah on a shul or a base medrash because people don't live there. Does that mean that you don't have to mechabit someone who's greater than you? So the Gemara says, no, you're right. It's an opening that is able to have a mezuzah on it. That is when you're supposed to mechabit someone. So any regular structure that is fully built, that is right to have a mezuzah on it. Therefore, you're supposed to mechabit someone over there as opposed to on the way, or if you're just walking, let's say, through a fence or something like that, that is not supposed to have a mezuzah on it, there you do not have to mechabit. That is why Ravan was not mechabit by along the way, but he was mechabit him once they got up to the base medrash. Those that are reclining together for the Suda are not allowed to eat klum, anything, until the one that's breaking bread, the one that's leading the meal, until he tastes something. Yasser Rav Safra, Rav Safra was sitting with Kamar and he said, It's not that they're not allowed to eat, it's they're not allowed to taste anything until the Baitseah taste something. The Gemara asks, what's the difference? It's the same exact halacha. They're not allowed to put anything to their mouth. So the Gemara says, there is no nafkamina halacha, but a person is supposed to say something exactly the way his Rebbe said it. And his Rebbe had said it lit times, they're not allowed to taste something as opposed to they're not allowed to eat something. If two people are eating out of the same bowl, so one has to wait for the other, if one has to pause, take a drink or leave, he has to wait for the other guy to come back. But if there's three people eating out of the same bowl in Mamtinim, so then if one of them has to stop to take a drink or leave, so then they do not have to wait for him. The one who breaks the bread, meaning he's leading the Suda, he reaches his hand out first to take food, but if he wants to give covet to his Rebbe, or to someone who's greater than him at the table, He's allowed to let them take first because he's the one leading the meal. Rabbi Barchana was marrying his son off to the daughter of our Shmuel Barav Katina. He sat his son down and was teaching him a halacha regarding a suda. The one that's breaking bread, the one leading the suda, is not allowed to break the bread until the amen has finished from all those people answering it. We had said previously in the past parak that the Baitseya is not allowed to break bread until the bracha is finished. Part of the bracha is answering Amen. So you have to wait till everyone answers Amen. Then the bracha is considered finished. Then you can distribute the bread. Most of the people have to finish answering Amen. The Gemara asks, Amrli, Rambar Chama, 
Why is, what's the difference when you have most people answered Amen? So now the bracha's still not finished yet. Muta also, when there's a minority of people that haven't answered Amen, the bracha is still not finished. Anyone who answers Amen longer than they're supposed to, meaning too long, he's just making a mistake. A long schleppy Amen is not considered a proper Amen, therefore you do not have to wait for the people that lengthen their Amen longer than everyone else. The Gemara continues regarding regarding Amen. Do not answer a grabbed Amen, which means instead of saying Amen with a Kamatz, you say Amen with a Shiva. And not a shortened Amen, which means it's missing the Nun. You just said Amen without the Nun. And not an orphaned Amen, which means you just said Amen to a Bracha and you didn't hear what the Bracha was. You just walked into a room, you saw heard a bunch of people saying Amen, and you said Amen too, that's an orphaned Amen, and don't just throw a bracha from your mouth, meaning just to mumble a bracha, like you got to get it over with. If a person answers an Amen, his children will be orphans. If he answers a grabbed Amen, so his days will be grabbed. A shortened Amen, his days will be shortened. Anyone that answers a long amen, so he will have lengthened days and years. This is obviously, he's answering it very clearly, and he enunciates his amen as opposed to just dragging it out and saying some long schleppy amen. Rav Vishmul, Hav Yosem Yusudasa, they were sitting at a suda. Asr of Shimbar Chia, Hav a Kamasar of Achar, Shimbar came, and he was hurriedly eating. Amar Lei Rav, Rav told him, My Daitech, what are you thinking? Let's Tarufi Bahadan, you want to join in with us so you could join in for Zimon? Anachilnalan, we already finished eating, so you can't join us in Zimon. Amar Lei Shmuel, so Shmuel told Rav, If they would bring me mushrooms, which is a dessert that I like, the Gaizlaya La'aba, or if they would bring young birds, to father, meaning you, Rav, he was calling him father, it was a way of Chavad, Mila Echlinon, wouldn't we eat? Which means the only reason why we stopped eating is not because we're actually finished our Suda, it's just because we don't have any more food, but we're still technically in the middle of a Suda, so therefore Rav Shemim could join us in our Suda. Another story, Talmud Rav Havyasim Sudasa. Rav's students were sitting in a Suda, all Rav Acha, Rav Acha came up and joined their Suda. Amri, they said, Asa a great man has come, and now he can lead us in benching. Amri Lahu, he told them, do you really think that the greatest one of the Suda, he benches for everyone? The one that was there at the beginning of the Suda, he's the one that leads benching. But the halacha is the most chashav one, he's the one that leads benching. Even though he came at the end of the Suda, he still leads the benching. Now, our Mishnah on Memhe had told us a number of different foods or people that if they ate, or the, they were eaten, we can still make a zimun on them. Rashi had explained their chiddish, because even though it's similar to some sort of iser, we still can join them in in a zimun. Now the Gemara explains each one. If a person ate demai, we're still allowed to join him in a zimun. The Gemara asks, but you're not allowed to eat demai, and it's considered an avera, technically, if you would eat demai. And so therefore, why are you allowed to join him in a zimun? The Gemara says, no. Since a person could make all of his possessions ownerless, he could be mafkadem, and then he will be a poor person, and then he's a Allowed to eat demai, so therefore we could join him in. And the Gemara explains with the Mishnah that Na and Mishnah tells us, You're allowed to feed Aniyim demai and troops that come to town that we have a 
responsibility to give them food, so they're considered like poor people, and we're allowed to give them demai. Now, you're not allowed to give anim or achsanai demai, but we don't go like beishamai. So our mission is going like Beis Hill, that a person could technically make himself into a poor person. He can be mafkar al nechasim. So therefore, even though he wasn't really allowed to eat demai, it's not a big enough isr that we're not going to include him in a zimun. Now, Again, we had mentioned previously that the way that truma and maestro works is as follows. The person cuts his grain, he makes it into a big pile, and now he's chayef to take off truma, which is 2%, and he gives that to the kayin. Then he takes off maestro, that's 10% of the remaining grain, and gives it to the levy. Then the levy, after he receives his 10%, he's got to give 10% of that to the kayin, and that's called truma's maestro. So what happened with maestro? The Gemara says, Pshita, of course, if I had maestro, that the truma's maestro was taken off and given to the kayin, of course I'm allowed to eat that. So the Gemara says, I need this for a different case. Is that the levy preceded and took off miser from the stalks of grain. After he took off that miser from the stalks of grain, he took off trumas miser and gave it to the kain. But truma gedayla was never taken off of this grain. Is that if miser rishain was preceded and was taken off from the grain before truma gedayla was taken off, so so it doesn't need to have truma gedayla taken off of it. Because the pasuk tells us. And you should separate from it the truma of Hashem. Meiser min ha meiser. Meiser from meiser. Now the Gemara's drasha is Meiser min ha meiser matilcha. You take off meiser from meiser, which means trumas meiser from the meiser that was taken off. But you don't have to take off truma gedayla and trumas meiser from meiser. This is referring to the case where the levy went and took off meiser before the truma gedayla was taken off. So truma gedayla was never taken off. And so we say, even though what he did was improper, he still does not have to take off truma gedayla from this meiser that he took off. He only has to take off trumas meiser. Amr lay Rav Papa Habai, Rav Papa tells Habai, Hachi, if so, Afilu Gdimu Bikri. Nami, maybe also if a levy took off Miser from when the grain was already in a pile and it wasn't in its stalks, so maybe also Trumas. Truma Gedayla is Patafrim being taken off. However, we know that that's not true. So the Gemara says, no, Amrle Alecha Makra, regarding your situation, the Pasuk says, Mem is on the top. From all of your miser, you should take off truma, which means that in that specific case, when there was already a pile of grain, then the levy went and took off miser, then he must take off truma gedayla from that miser that he took off. So the Gemara asks, rice. We have two different psukim. One pasuk tells me that when I took off, that when the levy takes off miser before truma gedayla is taken off, he doesn't have to take truma gedayla off. And another Pasuk tells me that when a Meister takes off Meister, when a Levi takes off Meister before Trumagdal is taken, he still has to take Trumagdal off. What's the difference? When do I apply one Pasuk to or the other? The Gemara says, One is considered grain, one was made into grain, meaning it was made into a big pile already. So now it already has a, a din of grain. Then, if the Levi takes off Meister before Truma is taken off, it's like he's stealing the Kayan's Truma, and he still has a Chiv to take off Truma. However, before it became grain, meaning while it was still in its stalks, before it was made into a pile, then if the Levi takes off Meister, there was never a Chiv of Truma to be taken off yet, and therefore, although what he did was wrong, he doesn't have to take Truma's Meister, he doesn't have to take Truma Gedayla off of it, he just has to take off Truma's Meister.
Says the Gemara Viter, Maeser Shein of Hektesh Sheniftu, Pshita, it's self-understood that if I already redeemed the Maeser Sheini in the Hektesh, I'm allowed to eat it. There's nothing wrong with that. The Gemara says, is that he redeemed it for the actual value, the Karen, but he hasn't paid the Chaimish yet, the fifth, which is the added amount he has to pay for redeeming it. The Chidesh is, the Ein Chaimish Ma'akiv, that it's not Ma'akiv, it doesn't hold me back from actually eating this Meiser Sheni or this Hektesh, even though I haven't paid this fifth, uh, the fifth of its value yet. The Gemara said, the Mishnah told us, Hashamish Shachal Kezayis, if a Shamish, the servant eats a Kezayis, the Gemara asked Pshita, it's self-understood, if he eats a Kezayis, why shouldn't he be allowed to join in a Zimun? The Gemara says, since he's constantly going back and forth, so he's not Kavua, he's not necessarily part of the meal, you might think he's not allowed to join in the Zimun. Kamash Mon, since he ate a Kezayis with everyone, he is considered as part of the meal and he could join in the Zimun. Mishnah told us that a kusi can join in a zimun. Amai lehe el amarts. He should be like an amarts. Vitan, you have a brisa. Im zam nal amarts. You're not allowed to join an amarts into a zimun. So Abaye Amar bekusi chaver. He's a kusi who's a chaver, which means he really does know his halacha and he's not in amarts. Rava Amar, if you look at him bekusi amarts, even if he's an amarts, he could join in. Vahacha ba amarts drabanon. The pligi alleged Rav Meir askinon. We're talking about an amarts drabanon that there's a machlekes with Rav Meir. Titania, we have a brisa. Ezu amaretz. What's an amaretz? Kol she'ena echa chulav betara. He doesn't eat his chulin with proper tahara. Divra meir. That's a meir. Vacham meirim. Kol she'ena meiser peris of karoy. If he doesn't take off meiser from his fruits properly. Vahanu kusay. But these kusim asri masri kidchazi. They take off meiser properly. The ma'adachsev by raisa. Whatever it says in the Torah, misers ahiri. They're very careful with. The amar meir. We have a memor. Kol mitzvah shechziku ba kusim. Any mitzvah that the kusim decided that they were going to keep, they're much more careful with it than a regular standard Jew. And since they decided to keep the mitzvah of Meiser, so we can be utmost assured that they took off Meiser properly. What's an Amaretz? He doesn't say Kriyashma in the evening and morning. He doesn't put on Tefillin. He doesn't put Tzitzis on his clothing. He doesn't have a Mezuz on his doorway. He has children and he doesn't bring them up in the proper ways of Torah. Even a person learned, he said he learned Psukim and Mishnah, Veloishim Shtach Tamid Chachamim, but he wasn't Mishamish, Tamid Chachamim, Hareza Amaretz, that's an Amaretz. Amrav Huna, Halacha Kacherim, Halacha Zakacherim. We have a story about this. Rabbi Barchamba, Loy Azman Aleid, Rav Menashe Bartachlifa, he didn't allow Rav Menashe Bartachlifa to join in a Zimun. Why? Detana, Detani, Sifra, Visifri, Vihilchasa, he learned Sifra, Sifri, and Hilchasa, but he didn't, wasn't Mishamish, Tamid Chachamim, so he didn't allow him to join in a Zimun. Now, Kinoch Nafshi, Rabbi Barchamba, when Rabbi Barchamba passed away, Amar Rava, Rava said, Loy Noch Nafshi, it's just because it's because he didn't allow Rav to join in a zimun with him. As the Gemara of Atanya, Acherim told us, So Rav Merchama was right for not allowing Rav Menashe to join him in a zimun because he was considered an Amaretz. He wasn't Mishamish Tamir Chamim. So the Gemara says, Shani Rav Menashe Bar Tachlifa, the Mashma Lahul Rabbanon, is that he would. 
he was Mishamish Tamei Chachamim, Vrayim Bar Chama, who the Lai Dakabas is, just that Vrayim Bar Chama didn't know about it, but he definitely was Mishamish Tamei Chachamim. Lashen Achar, there's a different way of knowing, understanding this. Deshama Shmaitz Mi Pumayad Rabbanon, Vigars Lu, is that he would listen to the words of the Rabbanon, he would listen to their Shmuzes, and he would Chazer them, Kitsuvim Rabbanon Dami, so he was like a young rabbinical scholar, and that took him away from being an Am Ha'aretz, and again, Rav, Rav, um, Rav, Rami Bar Chama did not necessarily know about this. Continued, our Mishnah, Achal Tevel Maisa, if a person ate Tevel, something that didn't have Chumar Maisa taken off of it, or Maisa Shaloy Nata Chumasa, the Gemara asked Pshita, that's obvious you're not allowed to join in for Zimon, you're not allowed to eat Tevel, the Gemara says, let's yichab Tevel Tevel Medrabanan. Is we ate Tevel, there was only Tevel Medrabanan. Hechidami, what is Tevel Medrabanan? Ba'atzitz she'enei nakov. If I have a flower pot that does not have a hole in it, therefore it's considered like it's not connected to the ground, it's not receiving any nourishment from the ground. So it's only Chayiv in Truman Meiser Medrabanan. So if a person ate it without having Truman Meiser taken off of it, so that's considered Tevel Medrabanan and we still say that a person is not allowed to join Nazimun if he ate this. Maiserisha and Shilai not the Trumasai, the Gemara says Pshita, Bekri, is that he had the the Levi had taken off Maiser while it was in a pile, like we had mentioned before, before True Magdala was taken off of it. Maudatema, you might think the Amr layer of Papala Bay, like Rav Papa had previously told Abaye that maybe in that case, the Levi does not have to take off true Magdala and it's okay. Kamash Mulan, Kiddushani it's like we had answered Rav Papa, is that no, the only time we say that it's okay, that Miser was taken off before true Magdala is only while it's Bishibalim, while it's still in its stocks. But once it was made into a pile, even if Miser Rishon was taken off of it, we still have to take off Truma from it. Maeser Shein Yivhektis Shaloi Niftu, we had said. Pshita, itself understood that if it wasn't redeemed, you're not allowed to eat it. The Gemara says, Loi Tzricha Shaniftu, V'loi Niftu Kilchasen. It was redeemed, but it wasn't properly redeemed Kalacha. Maeser Shaini, what would this case be? Kigan Shepadu Agabi Asimayin, is that you redeemed it on a blank coin. It's like a blank silver coin that doesn't have an actual, uh, in the actual form of the coin minted into it. Rachman Amar, and the Torah says, V'tzartu HaKesav Biyadcha. You're going to gather the coin in your hand. Kesav Shiesh of Tzura. The Lashon of V'tzartu has to have a Tzura, has to have a form on it, and it wasn't minted yet. And Hektish, Shechil Gabi Karka, what's the case of Hektish? Is that you're Mechal, that you redeemed it onto land. V'loi Padoi B'Kesav, but you didn't redeem it with actual money. Rachman Amar, the Torah says, regarding Hektish, Vinasana Kesafikamla, you have to give money and then you can get up and go. But since he didn't give money, he redeemed it on land, that's not a proper way of being machalit, of redeeming it, and therefore that is an improper way of doing it, and you are not allowed to eat that food. Shamishachapachas Mikizai, so Shamish ate less in a kizai, the Gmar says Pshita is Pashad, he's not allowed to join. So the Gmar says, No, I did Tani Resha, Kizaias, since the Resha had told us that if Shamish ate ate a kizayas, he could join in, Tana Seifa Pachas Mikizais, so the Seifa tells us less in a kizayas. The Mishnah told us Vinachri in Mizamnal of a guy, a non Jew is also not allowed to join in. The Gemara says Pshita, it's Pashit, if he's not Jewish, he's not allowed to join in a Zimon. Hachamayaskin wants us talking about Beger Shemavalai Tavel. He's a Ger, the God of Brismila, but he never immersed in the Mikvah. He's not considered a Ger until he has a circumcision and he immerses in a Mikvah. The Kamadalai Tavel, and as long as he has not immersed, Nachrihu, he's still considered a non Jew. 
Mishnah told us, Nashim Avadim Ketanim Eim No doing Zimun with Nashim Avadim or Ketanim. Amr Abyesi, Katan Amutal Barisa, a child in a crib, a baby, Mizamna Olav, you're allowed to do Zimun with him. Ask the Gmarva, Tanan, our Mishnah told us, Nashim Avadim Ketanim Eim Mizamna Olav, you're allowed to do Zimun with a Katan, with a child. So we say, Who Damar Kabishub and Levi? He says, Like Rishub and Levi. Damar Rishub and Levi, Afal Pisha Amru Katan Amutal Barisa, Eim Mizamna Olav. In the we said, No Zimun with a Katan that's in a crib. Aval Aisin Aisai Sniflasar, he could join in for 10 people, which means if there's nine people and we have a cut in a crib he could join in and be considered the tenth person from Yeshua ben Levi Tisha ve'eved mitzdarfin if I have nine people and an eved he could join in for a tenth person Meisfei the Gemara asks Maaser Rebelezer Shenichas Beis Haknesses Rebelezer went into Shul Vleimatz Asara and there wasn't ten people V'shechar Avdai and he freed his servant V'shlimul Asara and he now allowed this now this servant is a full-fledged Jew and he could be considered the tenth man so the Gemara says Shechar in Loi Shechar Loi only if he, you free your slave, then he can be considered 10. But if he didn't free him, so he can't join in. So how can you have a slave joining in as a 10th person for Zimun? So the Gemara says, trade Srichu. Is they really needed two people? There was only eight people in Shul. Shechar Chad, he freed one servant, so now there's nine Jews. V'nafek Bechad, and then there was uh, another servant who was considered that attached servant to ha- now have 10. The Gemara now asks, hold on one second, how did he free his slave? Rabbi Yehuda says, Kol Meshachar Avdei, a person free his slave, so he's Ivan Nasik. Shinamar, the Pasuk says, is that they shall serve you forever, the Pasuk says. Meaning that the the Sheva Amin always have to serve Kali Yisrael and you're never allowed to free them. It's Isra say to free them. So the Gemara says, mitzvah shiny. it's a mitzvah. So it's for a mitzvah, it's different. The Gemara says, mitzvah baba verhi. It's a mitzvah baba verhi. You're doing an Avera of freeing your slave to do a mitzvah of minion. How could that be? The Gemara says, mitzvah derabim shani. This is a mitzvah for everyone because everyone now needs a minion. So then you're allowed to free a slave for that. Vram Rishu ben Levi lo elim yashkim adam leisakines. A person should wake up early, get to shul early. Kadesh yis kaviyemne masara harishem so he can be counted along with the ten first people. Shafilu mea bay machrav. Even if a hundred people come after him, kiba alav schar kulam. He receives the reward of everyone. The Gemara says schar kulam salkadatach. He takes everyone's reward. How could it be? They don't get reward for coming to shul. We say no. Ela ema noisim leischar kineged kulam. We give him schar proportionate to everyone else. Obviously, they receive the reward, but he receives the reward of everyone else proportionally. Amrav Huna, Tisha Va'arin Mitzdarfin. If you have nine and the Aron Kodesh with the Sefer Torah inside of it, that can be Mitzdarf for a minion. Amr Lair of Nachmed Va'arin Gavrahu. The Aron is a person? How could that be? El Amrav Huna, Tisha Niran Ka'asar Mitzdarfin. If you have nine people that looks like ten, so they're Mitzdarf together for a minion. Amri Leah, some say, that's when everyone's gathered together. So when there's a tight group of nine people, you're not so sure if it's nine or ten. So it could look like ten, therefore it's considered like a minion. Vamrilan, some say, when they're all separate. So when you have nine random people, it's hard to tell if it's nine or ten people. Therefore, that would be considered a minion. Amri Rabbi Shnaim, Vishabis Mitzdarfim. You have two people, and it's Shabbos. So Shabbos is a Mitzdarf to be considered part of the Zimun. Amri Leir of Nachman, Vishabis Gavru, Shabbos is a person. How could he join in for a Zimun? Allah Amri Rabbi Ami, Shnei Tamir Chachamim, Hamachadim Zezab Halacha. Two Tamir Chachamim, they sharpen each other in Halacha. And they talk and learning, mitzdarfin. They can mitzdarfin and they can make a zimon. Mechvi, Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda showed Kigayin Anav Rav Sheshes, that's like me and Rav Sheshes, and Mechvi Rav Sheshes, Rav Sheshes showed Kigayin Anav Rav Chizda, like me and Rav Chizda. Am Rav Yechon, Katan Pireach, a Katan that's sprouting, which means he has two 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 hairs. He brought simonim already. Mizamin and Olaf, We could do a zimun for him. Tayin Ami Hachi. Katan Shevi Shtei Saras. A katan that brought two Saras. 
you could do zimun for him. But if he has not brought two hairs, you can't do zimun for him. And we're not going to be medactic whether or not he's a katan. So the Gemara says, hold on a sec, you just contradicted yourself. Armit, you just said, if he brought two sires, then he could join in the zimun. If he didn't bring two sires, he can't. And then you said, that we're not going to be medactic, we're not going to be so particular to see whether or not he's a katan. So, what does that mean? My love, that's including that a katan who has not reached bar mitzvah yet, but he has brought two Cyrus, so then he is able to join in for a zimun. Everyone should have a wonderful, fantastic day.